0: 15 minutes eternal impact welcome to text talk the on stand firm
1: hello Edwin hello Andrew it's Wednesday Edwin yes it is do you have your Wednesday socks on you know I I don't today that is disappointing
0: but uh you know I, I the the kids uh, heard an episode where I you know showed off my Wednesday socks. you got them.
1: you've actually got them
0: and they commented this is the first time we wish there'd been video for the <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if they want to see my socks or see your face. <laughs> I was stunned. Wow, he actually has Wednesday Dude, socks. He How about really that.
1: Does. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about the Wednesday text. Sounds good. I know we're still looking at Matthew chapter 4, uh, talking about this time of temptation in the wilderness.
1: And so, you're going to read that again for us? I am, and today I'd like for us to talk a little bit about that third temptation, but we'll go ahead and read all three of them again in Matthew 1, verses 1 through 11 in the English Standard Version. Sounds good. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone,
0: Uh, give the devil his due, he's not a quitter. And though he has resisted with Scripture, he continues setting traps
1: and temptation, trying to get Jesus to fall. He certainly lives by the principle, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. <laughs> he certainly
0: does. Um, and he has appealed uh, first to the the weakness, the hunger, pangs of flesh. And uh, then It would seem uh, setting a trap and twisting scripture, uh, which may very well appeal to even a a pride of someone that would love to jump off of a building and have angels show up and catch them.
1: Oh, that would be so special. Yeah, that would
0: really set you apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and now this. It keeps coming back, though, to this fundamental question if you are the Son
1: of God, Mm -hmm. prove it. You got to prove it to me. He starts with doubt. He mm-hmm. starts with doubt. Mm-hmm. He doesn't start with the straight-on full assault. He starts with doubt. And in the first temptation, it, it was kind of kind of a side-door doubt. Surely, if you're the Son of God, he, he wouldn't want you to go through this, so why don't you just go ahead and take things into your own hands? In yeah. the second one, though, it's a little bit more direct. If you're the Son of God, he's going to take things into his hands. Let's see if he does. Yeah, yeah. But it seems to me, at least as Matthew orders these. Yes. And I know that Luke presents them in a different order, but Matthew, as Matthew is ordering, him them we we've got this progression and in the third one it's uh like look okay like you were saying the other day the gloves are off yeah now okay i failed twice with these subtle side door things let's just let's pull out the big guns and and i'm just going to hit you head on and try to get you to do something that's just straight up wrong but i'm going to make it really attractive take him up
0: to a mountain take him to a high place and show him all of these kingdoms You know, it's, it's, look at this, see this,
1: look at what could be. I'll give them to you. Yeah. They'll they'll be yours. Look, if you fall down and worship me, I'll let you have them. I'll let you have them. So, okay, let me, let me share my perspective. I don't know if you can go with me on this or not. Maybe I'm viewing this incorrectly or maybe you have a different perspective. So let me just share with you what I think's happening here. I know that a lot of people push back and say, well, look, Satan, They're not Satan's kingdoms. He can't give them to him. Mm -hmm. And so and Jesus would know that. And well, I'm not sure that Satan is trying to say, I own these kingdoms. And therefore, if you fall down and worship me, I will let you own these kingdoms. I think Satan is fully aware of the Father's promise to the Son that these kingdoms are going to be his. Yeah. We find that in Psalm 2. We find that, what, in Psalm 110. We've got so many promises that the the Messiah is going to be the king of the world. What Satan is doing is not, these are mine, I'll give them to you, but I'm standing in the way. You're wanting to rule and reign, but I'm fighting Mm. And and I'm going to fight tooth and toenail. And frankly, I'm going to make this hurt. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to be painful for you. If you want what your father is promising you, I am going to be in the way every step of the way. Unless, unless, you know what? If you just go down, go ahead, just this one time. Yeah. You don't have to do it for the rest of eternity. But just this one time, if you will fall down and worship me, you know what? I'll step aside. I'll step aside, and I'll let you walk right through the gate and set up your rule and your reign on all these kingdoms, and we don't have to have the fight. We don't have to have the battle. You don't have to have the pain uh, that, that I'm going to try to cause you. Yeah. You can just you can just set up your rule. I don't know if I'd quite thought about it in those terms before, but
0: what I appreciate about what you're saying is to me it lines up quite well with some of the titles that the devil's getting, given in later places, the Prince of the Power of the Air, the ruler of this age we see that he is a formidable player and always in opposition to Christ his growing kingdom even his people you know as he has a people and and so i can see that i mean if if the devil's saying i could just yeah i i could step out of the way and uh and and not oppose you in these ways the thing is that if as the lord resists uh, this temptation, which of course he does, and we'll talk about that more in a moment, means that uh, the devil's not going to go away. Again, it, it's odd how kind of this lesson of persistence has emerged all this week in him. He's not going to go away opposing Jesus. He's not going to go away opposing the kingdom of Jesus. So how is it that Jesus is going to come to have authority over all these kingdoms and all this rule? There's going to be another way, and it's not because the
1: devil's going to quit. You know, we, We've made a little light, and, and perhaps shouldn't have, of the devil's persistence, but what we're actually seeing here is the only way for us to overcome the devil's persistence is to match with our own persistence, and that's what Jesus does. Jesus matches the persistence of the devil and exceeds it Mm -hmm. in his faith Mm -hmm. and his hanging on to the Father and to the Father's promises. It is important, I think, to recognize that the temptation for Jesus—I don't know what the devil knew about God's plan on how Jesus was going to get to the kingdom, but I know Jesus knew what God's plan was. And so the devil, whether knowingly or unknowingly, has struck on a golden opportunity of temptation. And the temptation itself is not, be king of the the world. The Father had already promised that to yeah. the Son. Jesus that would that was coming to him. He right. knew that was coming to That's him. That's right. The the issue though is is that the Father's way of getting to be king, Jesus knew this mm-hmm. whether the devil did or not, the Father's way of getting to be king leads through the cross. That's it. It leads through sacrifice and suffering. To a degree that you and I probably cannot even—not probably—to a degree that you and I cannot fathom yeah. and understand what type of suffering That's Jesus it. went through, because it was—it was more than the physical suffering. Many, many men have been scourged and beaten and crucified, and, and they did it for whatever cause that they were willing, or even for their or like a crime they committed, but. But Jesus is going through something here that we cannot fully explain and understand. And the suffering and the sacrifice was just amazing and intense. And keep in mind that Jesus himself, as he's about to face it, is even going to pray, if possible, let this cup pass from me.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say, that it was his prayer in the garden three times. Let this cup pass from me, not my will, but thy will be done. He understood the full weight of this sacrifice. And here is an opportunity in the early going for the devil to say, you want all the kingdoms of the world? What if you bowed and worshiped me? Doesn't that sound, I mean, and again, we don't know what the devil knew, but for the Lord, the temptation is, doesn't that sound better than scourging? Much easier. Doesn't that sound better than praying that it would pass with such fervency, you start bleeding, right? Uh, uh, This is way easier, way easier. Um, It's not right. It's not righteous. It's not the Father's will.
1: So the temptation really is not, let me give you all this glory and all this power and all this rule and this reign. The temptation is, let me give you an easy path to it. Mm -hmm. And this is how the the, easy way, the easy way, the path of least resistance, the wide way versus Mm the narrow way. And uh, Jesus chooses the narrow way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, I'm going to walk the straight, difficult path of my father. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I know, I know what God says. Here's God's Law, here's what God deserves, even. It's not just, oh, I really want to go do that thing, but you know, there's this rule, and I guess I'll follow the rules. It's it's really about the fact that, look, the Father deserves this worship, and you don't. So I'm telling you, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. The ends do not justify the means. I, I want to, uh,
0: we were talking about this before the mics went live. You're uh, better on these original languages than I am, clearly. Uh, you were talking about, and it's, I just want you to explain it again. Satan is not instituting the church of Satan at this place <laughs> no. where Jesus and all of his followers will be worshiping Satan for eternity so that he can have the kingdoms of the world. That's actually not what satan's asking for here is it
1: no if i understand the tenses here it's just just do it just do it once do it once it's not have hey you know what if for now on you worship me i'll give you control it's it's worship me this once fall down and worship me i'll i'll move out of the way yeah i don't i don't you know what i don't have to be worshiped forever but just this once just just compromise this once just, just do compromise this once. this once and what that is then the ends justify yeah. the means is is what the devil is tempting jesus with and jesus says the ends do not justify the means because really the goal of all of this is for the lord yahweh god to be glorified and honored and praised and worshiped because he is the one that deserves it. And if if I have to walk through a cross to get there, Jesus says that's what I'm going to do. I am not going to take the easy path. Of least resistance. But I I just, I I feel the weight of it. I feel the weight of that temptation.
0: For a moment, if he had bowed for a moment, Mm -hmm. he could have skipped the six hours on the cross. Just a little bit of compromise. Yeah.
1: A little bit of compromise. Not a big deal. Here's here's where I get bothered about me. Mm. It's the number of times that I find passages that say difficult and hard things, Mm -hmm. and I want to dismiss the... Extreme readings of them with not much more than, well, surely God would never expect this of his children. Mm. And I I have to always go back. Well, I I know what he expected of his one and only son, his son in whom he was well pleased, his most beloved. He expected a cross Mm -hmm. out of him. Mm hmm. And that's not to say that the most extreme reading of every passage is the right reading. But if if I'm going to try to say, well, now, look, I, God doesn't expect this. I, I mean, like just the other day, I was in a Bible study with somebody, and I did point out, look, when Jesus says, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out, or your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. He's actually not literally asking us to do that. But I really need to know, is do I have a real reason for that, or is it just, well, the Lord would never expect me to be handless or blind? Right. If that's my only argument, I've probably got a bad argument. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. that case, by the way, I, the reason I know that he's not saying literally is because in the context, he says the real problem is the heart. That's right. And so if, if we were really going to get rid of the part of us that was causing the problem, it would be the heart heart yeah and so he's not telling us to kill ourselves Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we can't be saved by our own death yeah we're saved by the death of jesus that's it and so we so i understand okay that's a figure of speech but but when i when i'm saying well look I, i know it can't be this because the lord would never expect this of me maybe i need to back up because some of those things he does expect it says in verse
0: 11 then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him Here is this moment where we see the Lord's victory, his faithfulness and obedience to the Father in the wilderness. Uh, He takes uh, yet another step of his perfect fulfillment of the law of Moses, of being the sinless Son of God, the Lamb of God without blemish. Uh, but, But this had to be demonstrated. He truly
1: was the worthy sacrifice. He truly was the sinless sacrifice. And when he wins the victory, the Lord ministers to him, he provides the support. The Father had not abandoned him, had not forsaken him here in this temptation. The Jesus himself is victorious and the Lord ministers, which is exactly, mm-hmm. even though Israel failed, the Lord ministered to them. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to point out, we've talked about the persistence of the devil. Matthew doesn't say this, but in Luke's account of the temptation, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Yeah. This is not the only time jesus gets tempted no. it, th- this is the scenario where it's just highlighted directly but jesus will be tempted again the devil hasn't given up he's just okay take a breather i'm coming back
0: well like we talked about a few moments ago we had the uh, he is the prince in the power of the air and since jesus does not bow he does not step aside and he's still opposing jesus and his people today
1: it is hard to talk about these things in under 15 minutes, but we need to wrap up. Yep. We've got more to talk about in other conversations, but why don't you lead us in prayer, brother?
0: Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you for everyone who's listened to the program, to this conversation. Thank you for your word. Father, we know that our adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, that there is trial and temptation before us. We pray, Father, that we might follow the good example today, not to compromise, not to compromise even for a moment, uh, but, Father, to hold hold to your word and to press through father in faithfulness to you resisting the devil we know he will flee from us because of christ in jesus name we pray amen
1: amen thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue in lutes florida this sunday for our bible classes and worship you can find out more at christiansmeethere.org